0: Welcome to Small Talk, a podcast of Connect Church, where we discuss practical ways to lead your small group and small group ministry.
1: Hey, everyone! Welcome to the Small Talk podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Justin, small groups and student pastor here at Connect Church. Here
0: with our co-host, Zach Bennett, worship pastor of Connect Church. Uh, going to be a terrible episode today. It's going to be horrible. Always lively. Not forward to it at all.
1: Um, going to be terrible. Great to see you, Zach.
0: Man, I had a good... Well, I don't like seeing you, but it's all
1: right. Weekend with my uh, family. Went to the Patriot Park. And, Patriot uh, Park's
0: horrible. It's miserable. Way too hot over there. We, we love it. No shade. Uh, they got to put some more trees over there. It's ridiculous. It can be hot. Uh, sun is just... The sun is ridiculous. It's, it's way it's too g- big. It's way too hot. It was a hot week. It was a hot <sighs> week. I, I played some football with my son over there. I hate football. It's the worst sport ever.
1: It's it's been uh, you know the Vols definitely aren't having a good the Vols. year. The ah, oh, one and three. What are they, even, Coach Pruitt? Well, you, you know you can't you can't go nine and three without three losses. Um, <laughs> But been a good uh, week week for hey man we're so glad you guys are here this week we I are back
0: I couldn't hold it anymore I, I
1: was gonna see how long we could go there you know <laughs> we are back with a new episode in our people series and if you couldn't tell this week's episode is actually really important it is on the scoffer very politically correct name
0: yes or known as scoffer. the Mocker or the Jerk. I was going to go with Meanie Face. <laughs> I like that one. But meanie Face is or, good. Or any of those would work. Yeah, no,
1: it, <laughs> it is. It's an important lesson because we deal with all kinds of personality types in our groups. And this one's a pretty big deal when you deal with someone that is just incredibly, incredibly negative. Hey, before
0: we go there, on a serious note, how have you been? How's your week? No, it's it's been really good. We're just getting ready for our uh, one-year anniversary at Connect Church, which is uh, coming up quickly. Uh, just a few days away. I've been working on some stuff, which I'm really excited about. Emotional, pulling the heartstrings I don't video cry, I'm service. It's going to be great. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm so excited for uh, our service. And just looking back on what God's done, it's been yeah. awesome. So. No, it's it's
1: amazing to think we're one year in. It's it's just really pretty incredible. And if you listen. Through our podcast and not familiar, we launched our church one year ago this week, mm-hmm. and uh, just been an incredible, incredible year. And in all the Lord has done, and, and even today, looking back real quick at that, just a little video was um, amazing. Really think about it, it's just really, really amazing. So Sunday, nine eleven next Wednesday from seven at seven o'clock. Yeah, I think October the
0: second. October the second is that, Wednesday. Is I that think. Wednesday? Okay, pretty sure.
1: Yeah, that's our Wednesday night service. Come celebrate with us. Celebrate the year and just all the Lord's done, and it's going to be a time where we lift up Lord Jesus and uh, just going to be an incredible service. We're looking forward yeah, to Yeah, we're
0: going to celebrate our church and, and what God's done through it, but we're focused on the Lord and, and, and Jesus and everything. So Yeah, I think we're having I a mean, I heard rumor of cupcakes. We are having cupcakes, oh, so it's going to be a good day. If, yes. if the service is disappointing... At least the cupcakes are going to be Diet, good. Stay at the door, you know. <laughs> no carbs, so that's the that's the key.
1: Yes, I hey, know. But the scoffer this week, we'll go ahead and dive into it, just out of respect for time. And and you may ask, like, what is a? We use the term scoffer or jerk or or Meany mean face, face yeah. or you know what what is that? Well, I will tell you, it's someone who, um, in my opinion, has the greatest potential to ruin a small group. Um, They are overly critical of every single thing that's said, brought up, communicated, done, um, anything that you do in your group is going to be criticized over and over again by this individual. And the reason this is such a big deal is because criticism is ultimately contagious. Oh yeah. Um, it, it can, it can bring down a group, but because of the nature that people were talking about so vocal and so critical, they can also be some of the most difficult people for us to deal with as group facilitators and leaders. And, um, so, yeah, I mean, diving into that, let me, let me give you some things about a scoffer I want you guys to know. Number one, be confident in this. Their bark is always louder uh, than their bite. Um, you almost didn't get that, right? I almost did. I almost, <laughs> you almost
0: reversed it. I almost George Bushed that. <laughs> yes.
1: I I was super exactly. close. But I think I got it, right? You didn't. No, you bark, got it. Their bark's worse bark than their bark is worse For than sure. their bite. Um, <laughs> you know, another thing is, guys, man, they actually criticize what they enjoy. If you can think about that, they are critical of things they actually enjoy. It's
0: the only thing they know to do is to criticize. Which it's funny because they more than likely want to be there yeah. because they're there in yep. your group time, which is kind of ironic. They're going to be at something that they don't want to be at, but they're there, so they're going to criticize it. But they're, they want to be there because they actually went. It doesn't yeah, make it's any confusing. sense. But Yeah.
1: I agree. Yeah. So, and, and um, the other thing to realize about them is that their perceptions and hurts, past hurts and current perceptions are really what they're criticizing more than actually what's taking place. And we were talking just for a couple minutes before our podcast today, and, and I was telling Pastor Zach, it, to me, when you think about a scoffer, it is a sad situation. Yeah somebody who, who has taken part in something, who might actually really find value from it, or they're looking for something because they have a hurt or just some sort of um, pain in their life, but yet they can't get away from criticism, and it's driving everybody and everything away from them. Yeah. And I hurt for that person. I hurt for them because they miss out on the joy of the Lord. They miss out on the joy of the group. They mm-hmm. miss out on community. They just miss it. And, and, and it, it makes me genuinely sad to think about the consequences that a scoffer brings upon their life. You know,
0: I will say, too, the place that they do try to find community, though, is with other scoffers.
1: Yes. Typically. Oh, yeah, they attract.
0: No joke. I mean, you'll have a scoffer that they will um, they'll talk about something. Typically, when the group is over, they'll try to find someone else who's also critical, and they team up. So they can just be negative together and then that's why it's important that uh as a facilitator you have to deal with it quickly and on the front end yep. before it spreads Kind and, of and knowing how to deal with it
1: yes you know and one thing everybody that's been around groups for a long time will tell you is that humor is just a great tool for a group leader and finding ways to use humor in the moment in those public group settings to sort of neutralize a scoffer and that can be done pretty simple it's, you know for instance um, you might be pairing people up in groups for some reason, and a scoffer steps up. That's a dumb idea. It's a dumb I idea. I don't want to do that. Well, you know what? Good news for you. You get to pair up with me tonight.
0: Oh, you know, it yeah. just diffuses
1: the situation. Yeah, I it's mean. it's it's sort of indirect. Or we're we're, doing, it anyway, was, yeah, we're doing it anyway. Yeah, we're doing it's, it anyway. It's like misdirection. It's using humor or a form of sarcasm not to directly attack somebody, but to just
0: indirectly. Diffuse.
1: Kind of diffuse the... Situation, Yeah. Diffuse yeah. it, move it on, and, and bring them where you want them to go. And so um, finding ways to creatively do that. And, and one of the things we talked about, just realizing the seriousness of a scoffer, is understanding that most of the time, and not all the time, but most of the time you're going to be dealing with someone who is mentally or emotionally damaged because of something that's happened to them in the past yeah. or the way they perceive something. And, and that means we, in love for them and a desire to see them grow in the Lord, have to respectfully deal with them. And we can't let them go. The cure to a scoffer isn't to just hope they go away
0: one day. Well, I would say that is... <laughs> that is an option (laughs) hopefully but it's down the road as far as letting them go it's way down the road that's not the first plan of action the first plan of action is never well I'm just gonna get rid of you yeah that's never for me
1: letting them go what I would mean by that is just that 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 you're not gonna address it oh okay in, in, in hopes that they either leave or gets better or learns from the group I mean it's just not their nature yeah uh, they're there because they've yet to find a home and they're just constantly searching and popping in and out of places yeah. where, they, where they can get a foothold. you know. And so we as leaders are, are responsible to find a way to deal with them in a loving way. Yeah, uh, we're Certainly with the goal not being to, to immediately try to move them out, but knowing yeah. that, that we've got to protect our people at the same time. And so uh, we talked through just, instead of giving an article today or here's 10 things you can do to find humor, man, this is an important topic. And so we wanted to break down two ways we feel like every leader in a group has to deal with a scoffer um, and then what those look like and, and, and play out, how that actually plays out in reality. One of them we mentioned, and Pastor Zach came up with this term, I'll let him talk about it, but um, what we would call passive aggressive humor, using passive aggressive humor in the moment to, um, to sort of move a scoffer on to where we want them to go.
0: Um, Zach, give us some
1: characteristics of, of passive aggressive humor.
0: Well, it's kind of like we mentioned a little bit already, but uh, I'll just kind of reiterate what we said. If, if if you want, if you have an idea of uh, <laughs> of a game that you want to play, and typically when you get into a game or something, there's always going to be one person that's like, "Oh, I don't want to do this," right? They're they're complaining, and then uh, you, you you can go on to say something like, well, "Hey, guess what? You're going to go first." <laughs> and then that will of course they they won't go first but you can say that out loud just to kind of like and i know this sounds terrible and i'm the worship pastor so i can say mean things uh, <laughs> he does it all the time yeah um you know you're gonna go first uh and then you know pull back on it and go okay n- not really you know I, like you are the one that actually is going to go, like, I'll go first. But you just kind of put them in their place, if yeah. you will, That, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Uh, they're negative, and you go, oh, well, hey, guess what? You're going to go first. No, nah, yeah. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'll go first. And by that point, they're probably like, oh, ooh. And that's where the bark is louder and, and than the bite. you know
1: what that does? It actually shows your group that, that you're dealing with it. Yeah. They don't have to know all the details behind the scenes, but when they see you approach them that way and respond to them that way, it actually says to them, hey, he's got it. Yeah. He, yeah. He's got this. It's not. It's not – Getting him angry, I'm not gonna let it get me angry. It's not distracting him, I'm not gonna let it distract me. He's handling it or she's handling it. And I'm I'm good.
0: Yeah, it's like the uh, what we said earlier about, you know, if you want to break people up into pairs and and they go, What oh, man, pairs really? It's like, Well, hey, guess what, we're doing it anyway, so get ready and for an extra treat, you can be my partner. Yes. <laughs> you know?
1: I've always wanted to be your partner. Exactly,
0: right. So that's a that's kind of the passive aggressive humor. Yeah.
1: You know, the other one we, we talked about is direct confrontation. Mm-hmm. And, and unfortunately, with a scoffer, there's going to be times that we have to directly confront that person's situation. We've tried passive-aggressive humor. And we've tried to redirect them and move them where we want them to go, and it's just not working and happening. And in fact, they're starting to drag down the group as a whole. Yeah. Um, Zach defined it earlier is, is really saying, hey, if the team is going one direction and then somebody pops up one day and they start to change the whole morale of a, of the group. Yeah then it's got to be dealt with. Mm -hmm. You know, if they're they're criticizing and negativity is affecting everyone else around them, then as leaders, we've got to do something. And if we're not able to control them in that moment in the group, then direct confrontation is the next step for us. And that's not fun. Man, direct confrontation is just not anything that's entertaining. But by nature, let me tell you what direct confrontation is. It's one-on-one. It's away from the group in a moment where you sit down with that person and say, Hey, listen. I've got some things I need to talk to you about. Now, let us give you some advice about passive-aggressive humor and direct confrontation. Um, For direct confrontation, I just mentioned it's one-on-one. Number two, you always talk about it from your perspective and not the perspective of how other people are talking about it. Yes. So you can't sit down with someone and say, Zach, I just, man, I wanted to take you out to coffee today to let you know everyone in the group hate your attitude
0: yeah bob said this <laughs> yeah yeah and jill jill's
1: call me every tuesday and thursday you yes know? yes it, it's it says that person hey um everyone's talking about you when that happens anyone's natural reaction to that is to get defensive mm-hmm. as leaders we have to be willing to look at someone in a loving way to say hey i'm not here to communicate for someone else i'm not their mouthpiece yep. let me tell you what i've seen And here here are two or three examples of what I've seen and what you are saying and how it's affected other people or even how it's affected me as the leader. And man, I love you, but that can't happen.
0: Yeah. And what you're doing there is you're protecting your group. When you speak from from your perspective and you're not putting words in anyone else's mouth, basically that person that you are having that direct confrontation with, they're thinking if you say, well, Bob said that you... Well, what does that mean? Well, everyone in the yeah. group's talking about me, so I'm not going to go back to that group ever again because yeah. now no one likes me. You know, that's hey, what I don't they're... want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. All and...
1: I'm thinking about is the fact that you are talking about me behind my back exactly. instead of talking to me.
0: So that's why you as the leader, the facilitator, you're the one that needs to talk from your perspective of, and here are three examples that I've seen Right. that I feel you are affecting our group. In a negative way, absolutely. And this is just coming from me. This is not, and, and even say that in the convers in the in the confrontation. Uh, this is coming from me. Yep. Yeah. You know,
1: so the other thing I would say too is, with every one of our personality types that we have to deal with, man, our goal is to help them. Mm-hmm. And so ultimately, that's the question. And and when I confront someone, or if ever had to do that, I always end by, by sort of leaving the confrontation and moving into this moment where they know and can tell that I genuinely care about them. And it's no longer about confronting them. It's about helping them. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, what's up? This ain't you. I, I've, I've seen so much good in you. Let me tell you some things I've noticed in you. And this just doesn't make any sense. What's happened? Why do you, why do you respond this way when, when these things take place? Why is your natural reaction to be negative? Well, what's up? Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how many times people will actually open up and let you into their world You know, to see what's going on there. Well, and people are uncomfortable to do that in a
0: one-on-one. Yeah. I mean, one-on-one time.
1: Especially if they know they care about you. Yes. Or that you care about them. Yes.
0: And you you don't, and this is very important, you don't want to do the direct confrontation in front of the whole group.
1: Yeah, ever. Ever. Ever.
0: I mean, when you pull them aside and you address these things with them, these are the things that I've noticed. And, you know, this is my responsibility as a leader to, to talk to you about this. What's going on? God, you know, this is not the person that I've seen before. What's going on? Are you okay?? Right. And like you said, they'll open up and there's always going to be a deeper, well, not always, but most of the time there's a deeper problem, like a past hurt like you said that that's going on in their life, you know
1: Absolutely. So um, some things to go over today. Number one, how do you spot a scoffer? Well, somebody who is using sarcasm or humor or negativity or something, some tool they have in a way that is bringing down the whole group and, and, and actually attacking the whole purpose or intent of the group. Mm-hmm. And when that starts to happen, you are spotted a scoffer. You immediately in the group in the moment, we, what we call passive aggressive humor. It is in a group setting and with the intent to redirect that person in a given moment. If that does not work, then your next step is direct confrontation. A one-on-one meeting desiring to change someone's behavior where you talk to them about what you've witnessed and what you've seen, not what everyone else is saying, and then ultimately you end it helping them where they are, trying to find a way to help them take their next step in following Jesus. Yeah, If you do those things and there's zero change in that person, no progress in them, and they're continuing to bring down the group, we would encourage every leader to contact their group's pastor or one of the pastors on their staff that they trust and have a strong relationship with for guidance and help in dealing with that individual. And ultimately, you might even have to turn that over to the church to say, hey, I'm trying to do what God wants me to do. I cannot do it with this person here, and I've done everything I know in a loving way to help deal with this issue. What's next? Yeah. What's next?
0: And look, he, he, here's, the, here's the thing with a scoffer. Uh, sometimes when you're in a group setting, and I know that, you know, in at Connect Church everything's perfect, right? We don't have any problems, and it's all butterflies and rainbows. I mean, listen
1: to us. We're basically the greatest people to be around on an audio. <laughs> Imagine us in real
0: life. <laughs> exactly. You know. um, no, but uh, sometimes personality types just don't mesh. It, it, they just don't mesh sometimes. And I know we're all brothers and sisters in Christ, but sometimes you just, for whatever reason, some personality types clash. And so, like, the last option is, of course, let's just move them to a different group where they may feel more comfortable. Yeah. And obviously, that shouldn't be your first reaction. Like we've said, helping them is your first one.
1: You know, that's not the body of Christ. Yeah. It's not heaven. Yeah. You know, it's not those things. We got to find ways to deal with this, and we don't have to love every person. Yeah. You know, in, in youth ministry, one thing I've learned is not every student's going to like me. Yeah. There's days I don't like me. You know, but when they come into our group, if we build leaders and replicate ourselves in the right way, they're going to find someone there they connect with that loves them like we love them because we love well, them well. We
0: got to love everybody, but we don't. We can't like everybody all the time. Yeah. I don't have to watch movies with you on Friday night. Yeah. I mean. You know. So. But, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of where, where I land with it. Sometimes people just don't.
1: By the way, your free Friday night movies? Let's do it. Okay,
0: good. Let's do it. All right. Uh, sometimes people just <laughs> don't mesh. They just don't. And although we're called to love each other, uh, sometimes it's, it's just hard to like certain people. I know that sounds terrible, but yeah. it's just kind of where we are. It you know? is. It's hard. Sometimes personalities, personalities don't, don't match is. up.
1: Yeah, but the goal is the same with every personality type. And how can we help them grow in their walk and relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ? That's our intent as leaders, and we have to humble ourselves to do that. And so we hope this helped you guys this week. Think through a scoffer. This is a difficult one, and so we just gave you 18 minutes of your life that I'm sure will forever change your approach to hard people. Maybe it will. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe it won't. We all the but hopefully we help just a little bit, right? And so uh, man, we so appreciate you guys listening. If you do have some input or questions or anything you'd like us to cover, email us. Email me at Justin, at connectchurchpf dot com. You can email pastor Zach at Pastor Zach at (laughs) ConnectChurchPF.com make sure to like rate us five five stars five stars please and uh, share it with your friends man we look forward to being with you guys again next week for the final week in our series in the people series by the way we'll be through one year at Connect Church when we talk to you in a week we'll be one
0: year old one year old no longer a baby we won't celebrate two years old so we're going to celebrate one year old one year only once and probably five and in 10. In 10. After
1: that. All right. Yeah, Guys, we love you. Have a great <laughs> week. We'll talk to you soon.